to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Uh, we really had a beautiful week. Uh, we had some rain, uh, which we needed. And um, looks like we're having some uh, pretty uh, nice moderate temperatures out there that... Uh, and uh, you're starting to kind of uh, smell the, the fall a little bit. You're starting to see these cool mornings. You're starting to see dew on the ground in the morning. You, you can definitely see that um, the, uh, the the evolution is coming and the fall is uh, right around the corner. Uh, this is probably some of, one of the nicest time of the year from uh, uh, weather-wise and temperature. And uh, just, just, it just feels good. You know, it feels great to be out there. Uh, in the morning and uh, during the day, we get these nice warm days and cool nights. Uh, very nice to, uh, to be out there. Uh, the, you know, make sure that, uh, you still keep, uh, you know, uh, the, an eye on your water for your plants. Uh, the, you know, even though we had some uh, pretty decent rain the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks, uh, you want to make sure that you keep an eye on that. Um, you know, your lawn still needs about, you know, about an inch of uh, water a week. And, um, you know, so make sure that, uh, you keep an eye on, on, and on the shrubs, uh, especially the, the plants that are under the, um, the overhang. Um, the, uh, you know, keep harvesting all your herbs. Uh, make sure that you cut them back every, uh, couple of weeks. Uh, you know, harvest them, dry them, uh, and just, uh, put them in jars. And what I would do is, um, Easiest way to dry them, uh, at, after you harvest them, lay them on a, uh, you know, wash them and just lay them on a, uh, 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 t- you know, paper towel, uh, let them dry up, then put them in the microwave. It takes about just about two minutes in the microwave. Uh, when you place them in the microwave, put them on the uh, paper uh, paper towel, put the um, uh, herbs, and then put a paper towel on top of that. Uh, leave it there for two minutes, and then they're, they're just ready to go. Uh, you can go ahead and after that, just put them in a jar and just keep filling the jar up. Uh, keep the jar in a uh, you know cool, dry. Uh, dark place, you know, don't, um, don't let any moisture get in there because that will ruin them. But, um, and then just keep, like I said, just keep right on doing it and make sure that you feed them with asthma coat because you want them to keep growing. You want them to be, uh, actively growing, you know, all the way through the, um, you know, through, through the fall. Uh, this is also the time if you are going to plant some, um, you know, cold uh, crop, like different types of lettuces and radicchio and uh, escrow, endive. Uh, this is the time to get it sowed so that by the first week of, of uh, September, uh, it's up. It'll be about two or three inches uh, tall. You can go ahead and pick it up, break it up, and replant them. Uh, that will give you a, a good harvest all the way through the month of September, October, November, and actually in December, what you can do, just cover it up with leaves, and uh, the leaves will protect the plants, that they'll be just, uh, they'll keep them all the way through the, uh, you know, the, the winter. Your uh, your annuals, uh, if you have not cut them back in the last week or so, make sure that you cut them back, make sure that you keep them uh, cut back and, um, and fed, you know, feed them asthma coat. Uh, most of those, most of those annuals are just, uh, awesome at this time of the year when it comes in, uh, uh, late August, September, October. They'll be absolutely spectacular. They love the cool weather. Uh, so make sure that you're doing that. That, uh, you know, after you put that work in the spring, uh, you know, and through the month of June and July to, to get them going. 
going, uh, you want to make sure that you really uh, enjoy them the rest of the summer all the way into uh, uh, late October. Uh, the perennials, the same thing there. You know, if, if the perennial, if you see some that they're seeded out and they're done, just go ahead and cut them back down to about three or four inches. The ones that they are still going, don't let them go to sea. Just cut them back about, you know, halfway, five or six inches from the ground. Uh, feed them Osmaco. They will keep right on going. You know, most of them are rebloomers. Uh, so they will give you, you know, color, you know, right into the, uh, uh, late fall. Uh, this is also the time that if you, you know, if you want to divide any hostas, daylilies, and peonies, uh, this is the time to do that. The only thing, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, be very careful with the, um, with the peonies, when you go when you divide those uh, and you go to replant them, you really want to make sure that the uh, the the rhizome is at the same level that it was where you dug it. You, if you bury that uh, deeper, uh, generally what happens, the plants will grow very well, but you're going to find that the flowering will be very very poor or non-existent. So you want to make sure that when you go to replant them, you really take your time and you really set them so that the level, the level is the same. The hostas and the daily cut them down to like about two or three inches, dig up the whole clump, resplit them, and just go ahead and replant them. You can do the same thing with grasses at this time. If you want to, if some are too big, you can go ahead and cut them down to the ground, uh, dig up the clump, split them all up, and go ahead and replant them. Uh, that, uh, you know, after you're done with them, make sure you, you feed them with bulb tone. Uh, that will give you, um, and, uh, put a little bit of mulch around them so that'll keep the moisture in. Uh, you want to be, um, aware of, you know, for the first, uh, 10 to 15 days, just keep, uh, keep an eye on the moisture. That, that, that's about all it takes for them to reroute. Um, you want you don't want to let them to go dry. That's really what you're, you're trying to avoid. So make sure that, uh, that you do that. The, um, the yellow jacket and the hornets have really been, uh, a problem. They, they're going to get a lot more aggressive now with the cool weather in the morning the cool weather at night uh, make sure that you spray them with the uh, uh, bonite wasp and the uh, ornate killer if you see them in the ground if you see that they're nesting in the ground use the ground bee killer uh that will um that will take care of it uh at this time of the year i say as, as the nights get cooled you know they're going to look to you know to, to be um you know to, to build their nest more uh find a home uh and they do get a lot more aggressive so make sure that uh, you keep an eye on that especially if you got uh little ones around uh they can be uh you know quite uh you know quite hurting um if you see any of the you know you'll see some of the evergreens that they'll start to shed some of the leaves some of the needles on the inside it's pretty normal for this time of the year um, you're gonna, you are going to get some shedding on the inside. Uh, make sure that you, you know you feed uh, you feed them with uh, halitone and ironitone. And you're also going to see some trees that will uh, will do some leaf shedding. Uh, if you see that, uh, it's not a, you know it's pretty normal. You, you know as the transition starts into the fall, you are going to find that some of the trees will uh, you know will shed some leaves or will start to will start to shedding. Um, birches, are, you know, you're going to find those are going to be a lot more heavier than normal that they'll shed. You're going to find some of the flowering crabs uh, that they will shed more. So if if you see that happening, uh, there's nothing wrong going on. It's pretty normal for this time of the year. Between the middle of August and the middle of September is really the best time to restore and renovate your lawn. If your lawn needs renovation, this is this is one of the recipes that you really uh, want to use to uh, you know to do it. This is very easy, very effective, very inexpensive, um, and it works you know just phenomenal every time. And you, know, you, you won't miss. It will be very very easy to do. 
if your lawn is, you know, weed infested and you think that there's really no hope for it, uh, the best thing to do is, uh, you know, cut the lawn down as low as your lawnmower will go. You want to drop it down as, to the lowest, uh, you know, setting, cut it, then spray with Roundup, wait about two weeks, and then uh, get a detacher, run the detacher, uh, you know, b- both ways, sink the detacher about three quarters of an inch. The detacher has blades in there. The blades have a setting. Set the blades at three quarters of an inch into the ground. Run the detacher both ways. Once you're done with that, clean it all up. And, um, and then just go ahead and put your seed down. Put your hydrated lime down, your fertilizer. If you had grub problems, put grub X down. And then I would put just a very, very light coating of uh, sweet peat. Water it in. And within three, four weeks, you're going to have a brand new, beautiful lawn. Uh, uh, very, very easy to to do that. So now, if if you have a lawn that uh, you know the lawn is fairly good, but you do have uh, some weeds or you have a lot of thatch in there, you see some uh, the you know not quite as thick. You like to, to thicken it up. Uh, the process, you know, you you go ahead and cut your grass down as low as the um, the lawnmower will go. After you cut it, get a de- the detacher, same thing there. Uh, you go ahead and uh, sink the detacher three, three quarters of an inch, run it both ways, clean it all up, and then just go ahead and put your seeds, your lime, your fertilizer, your growbacks, uh, if you had grub problems. Um, you don't have to use sweet peat. You can just go ahead and, uh, you know, water it in, and uh, you're going to have, uh, you know, within about three or four weeks, you'll see a huge difference in the lawn. You will see the lawn just uh, nice and uh, nice and fresh, and you'll have, uh, uh, you know, a brand new lawn. This is a very, very easy way to do it. Another thing that you uh, may want to take a look as far as the lawn is concerned, if you have areas that are very compact, and when you see that the, the soil actually cracks, um, it, that, you know, what that means is that the soil – in that area is, is is extremely extremely hard. They won't let any water in. They won't let any air in. Uh, those are the areas uh, that you may want to uh, consider aerating, so that you can get some of the plugs of the soil out. Uh, if you're going to do that, I would just go ahead. I would also uh, use a little bit of a clay buster on top of that. Let the clay buster get into the uh, into the holes, and that will also help um, you know create a uh, a place where it breaks the soil. It also holds the moisture and allows air to come in. Um, but you know, the, as far as the the lawn renovation between the uh, middle of August and the end of and the middle of September, uh, that is really the perfect time to do it. Also. If if you're going to put a new lawn in, this is really the best time from the end of August to the end of September. Uh, that is, uh, you know, if you have a new house, uh, you know, great time to do that and great time to uh, to redo it because that's um, the temperatures. That it's it's cool. You're getting all this uh, moisture in the morning. You know, from the dew that all helps uh, get the job done a lot easier. You are listening to Gardening with Angel. Our phone number is area code two one six five seven eight eleven hundred or two one six five seven eight one 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 one. Short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM eleven hundred. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Albert Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. How are you today? Excellent. How are you? I'm good, but I have a problem. We have a uh, tulip 
poplar, I believe. It's a tulip tree. Mm -hmm. um, it's very old. It's like 40 years old. Um, beautiful tree. It's higher than like a telephone pole. I mean, yeah. it's huge. Um, it was struck by lightning. And the line goes from like two foot from the base up about a quarter way up the tree. Um, it threw the bark completely across our lawn, um, and, you know, it's exposed. There's about a half an inch, I had my husband measure it, of the line that goes up the tree in, to go inside it. Um, what, what can we do? Because I don't want to lose the tree. Is there something that we should put over that exposed um, area? No, trunk? no, actually, um, uh, believe it or not, I mean, unless the... Um, the um, split is open uh, to where it would be uh, uh, you know a chunk of it taken out or that but if it's just a crack um, and the, it, it will seal itself back up okay. um, the only thing that I would do is if there is any loose bark right. um, I would go ahead you know with a, a sharp uh, knife if you can just kind of clean that out uh, take that off so that the the skin of the tree is nice and clean Okay. And that, and they would just you know, grow right over it. Um, I would, um, you know, that's about the only thing that I would do. As far as anything else, I would just uh, leave it, leave it alone. Uh, and um, I am, I'm pretty sure that the tree will uh, reseal itself. Okay, because uh, the bark went up. Even I mean, it split. I mean, about two inch wide strip of bark just flew completely off. So it is, yeah. it is exposed. Yeah, I would just go ahead and I would just still clean it out. Okay, don't leave the. Uh, don't leave any open, uh, like, you know, any shredded uh, uh, wood over there. Just kind of make okay. it a nice, clean uh, cut over there. Okay. Uh, it should uh, it should, it should, should recover with no problem. Okay, great. That's good to hear. Um, also, I have about crabgrass. Um, I know you spoke about it a couple weeks ago. Do you dig that out and mm -hmm. then reseed? No, I would just go ahead and spray that. Just get uh, crabgrass and chickweed clo and, and clover killer. Uh, it's a liquid. Just go ahead and spray that over it. Uh, wait about a week, ten days, and just overseed right over it. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, that, that, it will it will kill it very quickly. Okay. Um, and then uh, you'll see it; it'll, it'll just shrivel up, and uh, just then overseed right over it. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Have a great day. Thank yep. You. Bye bye. Good morning, Howard Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Great. How are you? Good. 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 A couple questions for you. I've got, uh, actually, my neighbor has a lot of, I think they call it spotted spurge in the grass. It's, uh, you know, kind of a, yep. like a web yep. kind yep. of thing. He's got a lot of it, and um, you want to get rid of it. And um, other than, you know, going around spraying individually, is there something that it could use? Uh, yeah, you can use a Weed Beater Ultra. Okay. That's got uh, Trimac in it. Ultra, mm. okay. All right, good. Um, the other question, uh, I've got a couple um, little limes, and uh, they were doing really good. And then all of a sudden, I've started to get some brown leaves and uh, browning of some of the flowers. And I you know, kind of checked it, and I can't find any, you know, any uh, bugs on it. Yeah, there's, like yeah, there's um, generally, uh, when we have, um, uh, we've had, uh, some areas have had more moisture than normal. Uh, at this time of the year, what I would do first of all, cut the flower off. The flowers that they're starting to brown out, okay. cut the flower off. It will actually re-break re and re-flower. 
uh, this year. It will reflower, you know, it'll have, uh, see, we're in the middle, uh, by the uh, second, third week of September, uh, the flowers will be back up and they'll last well into the end of October. Um, as far as the leaves, it, it's uh, excess moisture. They'll just fall off and regenerate new ones. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. There's really nothing that attacks those plants. Um, it's yeah. uh, just when they get uh, this excessive amount of uh, moisture at times that uh, the, the flower, uh, the, the, those flowers are so dense that they'll hold the moisture, and that's what causes them to kind of brown out. Wow. But uh, cut on all of those, uh, you know, when they get to a certain point, uh, if you keep cutting the flowers off as the flowers are done, uh, you can actually keep those in bloom all the way into the end of October, middle of November. Oh, great. Very good. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Very much. Well, you have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. Angela. How are we doing? Very good, sir. Thank you. Uh, how, when it comes to uh, weed, uh, lawn weed killers, I have a liquid one. How late in the season, Angelo, can you uh, spray the lawn with that and still be effective with it? Uh, 45 degrees uh, during the day. Uh, that's kind of the temperature, uh, the, the lowest temperature that uh, you can use it on. Uh, and the only one that works in that temperature is uh, Weed Beater Ultra. Okay. Um, but, but at 45, and that, that one there has, um, has Trimac in it, so you know, it'll, atta- it'll pretty much take care of anything that's out there uh, except crabgrass. Uh, I have orange cucumbers, some big ones. Uh, what's going on with that, do you think? Uh, I think, you know, cucumbers are really susceptible to the, to the moisture. Um, some areas we have had um, some heavy rains and some uh, heavy moisture in the morning. Um, I think that uh, I think that's really what uh, what's going on with some of that. Uh, all you can do, I would just uh, you know, uh, I would just put some um, uh, copper fungicide on it, uh, see if that'll stop it. But it's about all you can do. Okay, and um, um, I have a little bit of aluminum sulfate left over, a pound or two, but nowhere to put it. Can I use that somewhere in my yard? Yeah, you can. You know, you can use it on uh, you know your evergreens. You know, any evergreens will be fine. Okay, spread around. It's still time to do that. Yeah, just go ahead right, 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 you know, right on top of the ground, right around the base. It's a supplement, so it'll, uh, it'll help. It doesn't hurt. And one last thing, uh, the iris leaves, uh, iris uh, flower leaves, uh, when can you cut those down, or should they shrivel up and cut them down? When I would go ahead and, are they down blooming? Oh yeah, they're yeah. Sure. yeah. Just go ahead and cut them down to uh, six inches now. You want to leave some of the bottom foliage there, uh, six inches where you want to go to, and just uh, let it go. You're, it's pretty much done for the year. Very good, thank you. All right, well, you have you. a great day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye now. Morning, Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How we doing? Very good. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. Good. I have uh, trimming questions. I have a wisteria that's taking over the universe. I have a uh, uh, boxwood hedge that's looking shaggy, and I have a forsythia bush that's suddenly growing like crazy again. So I wondered about the times to trim these, if I can do that now. Yeah, the forsythia, um, I wouldn't, that, that's the only thing I would not trim now. Uh, because that's gonna, you're basically be taking the flowers off on those. Okay. Okay. The, uh, but the best time to trim the forsythia and trim it hard is right after it's down blooming 
you can literally cut it down to the ground if you want. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and just let it regenerate new every year. If you do it after it's down bloom, it's got plenty of time to grow and plenty of time to set buds for next year. Okay. The good. wisteria, um, I would cut all the runners off. Don't go into the don't go into the harder wood. Okay. But all the runners, the flowers are already set. Um, and those, so if you you know if you go too deep into the plant, you're going to be taking a lot of the flowers off. Okay. It's blooming for the third time this summer. Yeah, it, it does. They will they will um, they will keep on blooming sporadically. They put the big show in the spring, and then sporadically through the summer they'll they always have uh, you know some flowers on there. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I said take all the runners. You can take all the runners off. Just don't go into the. Into the, uh, the main bush. Into, in, well, you'll be able to see uh, this year's wood and last year's wood. You don't want to go into last year's wood. So okay. when you look at the color of the wood, you you can actually see where the change of the color is from this year being a very light green to last year being a very dark uh, green. Okay. Um, so you can go ahead and bite all the runners. You can take those off. Uh, and then next year, what you can do after that, as soon as it's done blooming, it puts on their first big show. Uh-huh. You can actually go ahead and cut them back, you know, pretty hard at that time. That'll give you a little bit more control over it. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot what was the other one. Uh, boxwood. The boxwood. I would go ahead and trim those lightly. Not, not, you know, now. I would just kind of shape them now. Okay. But if you want to cut them hard, the best time to cut those things hard is the end of uh, March, middle of April. You want to do it if you look at the boxwood in the spring. You'll see like like a little like a little flower like a little bead over there. Uh-huh. Uh, as soon as you see that little thing starting to, to all of a sudden they kind of show up. That is the perfect time to trim them, and then at that time you can trim them really hard, and they will all re-break. It'll be all brand new. Oh, okay. So if, um, if they need a you know a major trimming, that would be the best time to do it. Now you want to do a light trimming, uh, so that you have uh, you know good control over it. Okay. And, and I would feed them. If you have not fed the boxwoods at the end of June, the middle of July, I would go ahead and feed them now. Then I would I would feed them really heavy in November. Okay. Um, what, what do I use for that? Ho- holly tone and iron tone. Holly tone. Okay. Okay. Very good. Oh, you're wonderful. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day. You do. The All same. right. Thank yeah. You. Take care. Bye bye. You're listening to Gardening with Angela. Our phone. Code two one six five seven eight eleven hundred or two one six five seven eight one 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 one. We're going to take a short pause for the news. We'll be right back. Let's get it started. Experience our 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival, September 21st and 22nd in Las Vegas, like a VIP. Free flight to Vegas, free hotel on the Strip, and free tickets to the daytime stage and both nights of amazing concerts. Feeling lucky? All you have to do to win is sign into iHeartRadio and start listening to iHeartRadio Music Festival Radio. You'll be automatically entered to win the trip. All your favorite music, all your favorite stations, all free. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number 216 578 1100 or 216 578 1111. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Very good, thank you. Uh, how do I take care of hardy hibiscus from the time it starts coming up? Um, uh, very easy as far as uh, what you what you want to do is make sure that they're um, in the spring you cut them back 
uh, cut them back hard. You want you actually want to cut them down to like about uh, six to eight inches. Now this is after it's grown up in the spring. Yeah, no, you know, uh, we're talking about Rosa Sharon, right? No, no, hardy hibiscus. Oh, the uh, the perennial. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. There's really not much uh, to do to that. Uh, just uh, the only thing that I would do is, you know, they're the last ones to come up. Uh, they'll come generally. They generally they don't show up till about the end of May. Um, as they come up, uh, they grow very quickly. I would make sure that you feed them, uh, feed them with uh, you know plant tone and iron tone at that time. As they come up, uh, what I also would do is I would pinch them. I knew there was something I was supposed to do when, yeah, when, when you, they're coming up, and yeah, I couldn't remember what. Yeah, when you pinch them, what that does it allows them to really uh, re-break. On the you know you you pinch them when they get to be about twelve to fifteen inches high. Oh, okay. And then you just go ahead and pinch them. Um, and Take you, like maybe an inch off. Uh, but yeah, just the tip, just the tip. You go, you know, when you look at the tip, you will find that there's the the bud there. And then there is a leaf and the, another leaf. You go down to the second leaf, make the cut, and what that does will it'll make it re-break. And instead of having these branches go straight up, you wind up with a beautiful bush with four or five times more flowers uh, uh-huh. by doing that. Yeah. And that's really all you have to do. Okay. And then, I, you, and then you feed them again at the end of uh, June, middle of July. Oh, okay. And, and, you, and they just let them go, uh, you know, uh, in, through the through the summer. As the flowers are done, if you keep pinching where the flowers, are, you know, once they get spent, just keep cutting that off. Go down to the next node. They will keep regenerating all the way through. Ah. And you can actually keep them in bloom all the way into the end of October if you do that. Now, when they come up, they usually have more than one bud. At yeah, they usually have, when when they first come out, you know, I mean, every year that crown is going to get bigger and bigger. Oh. So every year you you know you're going to have you know the first year you're going to have uh, two, uh, two or three shoots, the next year you'll have about uh, five or six or seven, then it gets to be uh you know in the multiple of tens. Uh, so when they come up, that that's why it's really important to pinch them, and then. Through the summer, just keep pinching them as the flowers are done, uh, and you can just said you can keep them in bloom all the way into late October. Okay, thank you. I have one more question. My Siberian iris—they're all flopped over. Do I cut them back? Yeah, now? Ju- yeah. Just go ahead and cut them back now. You want to cut them back down to like about six inches. Down to six inches. Okay. Very good. Thank uh, you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. You yeah, too. Bye bye. Morning, Gerardo Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Angelo. How are we doing? Doing well, thank you. Uh, this year we're having a problem with red thread. I was wondering, is there anything you can do really to get rid of it, or is it something you just got to continue with? Uh, yeah, you, you know, what I would do, just use a fungicide on the, on the grass. Uh, it's caused by this moisture. You know, once you start to have dew in the morning, uh, there's nothing that gets rid of it permanently. Uh, but but if you, uh, uh, I would use infuse. Yeah, uh, I've that, tried that. That that should uh, that should clean it up, um, and then uh, you know they should it, the infuse is systemic. I'll stay there uh, for six to eight weeks. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Angelo. All right, we have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Morning, Morning, Angelo. Hi, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. I'm having trouble with with voles, and I've been using Molmax. 
but it seems like I'm chasing them around the yard. I use the Molmax in one spot, and they show up in another, around the base of the house, basically. Yeah. Any suggestions? Uh, that's really about all, you know, outside of trapping them, that's really about all that uh, that you can do. Uh, you could use, you know, if you if where the holes are at, you could also use uh, the, the pallets, uh, put the pallets inside the hole, go down about three or four, uh, about three, four inches into the hole. Uh, the mold max and that the combination of that you should be able to get rid of them. Okay, I've got a mimosa tree. Uh, it's beautiful, about five years old. It's it's huge. What's a good time to trim that back? Uh, I would trim that back now. Um, okay. The, uh, uh, the you know the buds are uh, you know they're they're uh, yeah don't you know not too hard, but but the best time to do that is right after they bloom in the spring. Okay. When you get the when you get the flowers off, you can actually cut that back very, very hard, uh, and it'll regenerate all brand new uh, foliage. It'll actually, it will actually look uh, even more spectacular than it looks now. You say t- the, cut it back hard now, or in the spring? no, no, in the spring. Now okay. I, w- I would just touch it up, you know, because they have a tendency to be so far out. You can go ahead and cut them back, uh, you know, to kind of fit the area that they're in. But if they get to be a little bit bigger than you want them to, which sometimes they have a tendency to do that, um, I would do it in the spring right after the the flowers are off. Then go ahead and uh, give it uh, a really hard cut. Yeah, we got a ton of flowers this year. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's we- a, a spec. You're very fortunate. You must live on the lake or someplace very protected. About three um, blocks away, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about the only place where uh, uh, they'll survive. Uh, most, most anybody, most outside you know when you get about within a mile or so off the off the lake it, unless you're really really protected around uh most uh mo- most places that won't survive over here but they are spectacular when when should i feed it and what should i feed it i would feed it plantar and iron tone early spring and you can feed it now okay and then the last question i have some forsythia that i, I cut back down to about four inches last fall uh, they were very woody i fed them plantone and iron tone in the spring they came up beautifully <laughs> And then the first of July, Osmocote. Anything else I should do? I, I, I would just I would just leave them alone. But what I would do next spring, as soon as they're done blooming, cut them back again down to, to like a foot, uh, and just do that every year. Uh, you will find that the plant will be very short. It'll be very full. It'll be a much much better plant. Uh, if you let them go, you know, they, once you have their root system built up, they're going to grow, you know, by the end of June, they'll be five, six feet tall. Okay. So they grow very quickly, and they got plenty of time to set the bud, but they will give you a beautiful, fresh-looking uh, plant versus a woody-looking plant. Some of them have grown faster than others. Can I, can I even them up now? Or yeah, yeah you, can, yeah, you can even them up. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I always appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yeah, bye-bye. You too. Morning, Howard Angelo. Morning, Angelo. How are you today? Excellent. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, I have blueberry bushes that are really, really grown really tall, and I didn't get much fruit this year, and I want to cut them back hard. How far can I go with those? Um, you don't want to get into uh, where all you have left is hardwood. Uh, the be- Not a good time to do that now, though. The best time to do that would be in the spring. Okay. Uh, when it comes like uh, end of March, mm-hmm. uh, that would be the time to do it. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna forego a little bit of fruit, right? You know, but uh, that would be a, if you're gonna do it, do it where it's good and hard. Let them rebreak, uh, or you know, from all, all over from the ground up, mm-hmm. 
um, and uh, then you know then you know for the year you know your fruit is going to be very light, but it'll really set the plants up. Uh, you know, about every four or five years you want to do that. Okay, and how far back should I? How far you, back can I, I, I would go ahead and you know just enough that you have a, a four or five branches off of the main uh, stem. Okay. And one other question: I have a lemon tree that has fruit on it now, mm-hmm. and there's there's like two right next to each other. One's a little bigger. Should I cut the smaller ones off? I would take the, I would take the small one off. Okay, very good. All right. Thank usually, you very usually, much. usually, Mother Nature does that herself, but oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I would take that one off. Okay, thank have you. A, have a great day. You yeah, bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Really good. First, I want to thank you. I changed out my knockout roses to double knockouts this uh-huh. year, and I walked out this morning. They look beautiful, yeah, so yeah, the blooms are terrific. Um, to keep them blooming, bare, or what should I feed them? Uh, one, I would feed them uh, just uh, like rose tone. Rose tone, um, okay. Then what I would do is when they're done, as soon as the flowers are done, Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you get that cluster there. When that cluster yeah. is done, go down two nodes and cut it. Okay. Uh, that that gives them. Uh, that's where the new uh, breaks will come out of. That's where the new flowers will come out of. Just keep okay. doing. Like every couple of weeks, kind of go through it. Anything that's really spent and that's done, just go ahead and cut it off. Uh, okay. That, that allows all the new flowers to get set up. And you know, if you do that all the way through September, October, and November. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've seen them in full bloom, uh, middle of November, unless we have a you know a really cold spell, you know cold uh, spell. Uh, so it's well worth doing. Wonderful, yeah, they they look striking now. Yeah. So thank you so much. Happy return day, lilies. Yes, they look a little sped. Cut uh, them. Yeah, just go ahead and cut them down to uh, to about uh, two inches. Okay. Uh, I would feed them, and uh, they will actually rebreak and come back up, and uh, they will throw flowers out. And am I feeding um Just plant, plant, yeah, you can you can feed them osmocote or plant tone and iron tone. Okay. And you talked in the beginning about uh, fall harvest. Am I doing the radicchio and the escrow and what type of lettuce is good now? Am I doing that from seed? Because I can't from find seed. any. Uh, okay. From seed. <clears throat> the um. So the the the, the radicchio, the escrow. Uh, endive, um, the uh, chicory, um, spinach. Uh, these are all you saw them now. Okay. Um, so what you do get get a little little piece of ground. You're gonna do it in, yes. a, in a pot or not in the ground? Uh, I have I did the box uh, garden, so okay. I'm taking out old lettuce. Okay. And now I want to put something okay. in now. Right, perfect. <laughs> Take that all out. Uh, get um, get some compost in there. Get some plenty yep. mix. Mix it right in there. Get yep. it all prepared. Sow it right on there. Um, so w- when you sow it, um, you want to you know just right on top of the ground and just uh, kind of cover it very lightly. Uh, when I, okay. cover, I say cover, like I mean like one eighth of an inch, just a very very light coating of um, uh, uh, potting soil. Okay. Okay. Keep it moist. Uh, it's all going to come up. When it comes up, when it gets to be about two or three inches, uh, some of it is going to be very close to each other. Uh, yeah. Take it up, you know, kind of uh, split it and replant it in there. Uh, just uh, stay on top of the moisture for two, three days, and they'll, you know, they'll have the roots right back in there. Um, you will harvest that well into December. Okay. 
Okay, but, but now is the time to do it, uh, so that uh, they'll, uh, they'll, you know, they'll, they're going to come up like in about three days. Um, if you have a hard time finding it, uh, we at, at the stores we have um, the there's an Italian company uh, that uh, we sell. Yes, I for. saw those. Yeah, I that, saw that, those. That's what you want, and then take uh, the those are those are aluminum uh, packages with a seal on it. Uh, mm-hmm. They will last you about three years. There's there's enough seeds over there uh, to last you uh, three four years. And by you yeah. sealing them, uh, they'll be good. The seeds will be, the seeds will be good. Wonderful. Yeah, I saw those seeds yep. uh, over there yep. already. Yep. And then my last question, which you you touched on earlier, is in my lawn. I have sections. And like right now, I'm out here, and the dew's on them. I can see that there's a different type of grass than my other grass. It's easy to be pulled up. It's flat. And it's sort of like overtaking some places in my lawn. Yeah, what you have there, it's a, it's a type of bent. Uh, it's either zoysia or a type of bent grass that uh, uh, it blows in either, you know, with the wind or the bird droppings. Uh, and it starts. I'm by a golf course, so it yeah, could come from there. Yeah, yeah, it could definitely, it def- much more easier to come from a golf course, yes. Because okay. all, all it does is seeds up and the wind can pick that up and, uh, blow it anywhere that's really how we all wound up with we wind up with some of that uh okay. what i would do is i would go ahead and spray you know kind of square that off okay uh, spray it with roundup wait about am two, i concentrated or am the, the i the concentrated the concentrated full strength i mean or yeah, am i the, mixing it to the concentrate the, the full strength just go ahead okay. and spray wait about two weeks and then just go ahead and seed right over the area Okay. Okay. Am I going to add some? Um, oh, and then when you thicken the lawn, am I detaching both ways or just one? Well, I mean, if you if you're going to detach the whole place, I would just do it. I would do the whole thing. If you're going to if you're going to do that, you don't. If you have a a patch here and there that just easier to kind of square that off, spray yeah. that area and overseed that area. If you got yeah. it all, if you got it all over, uh, then it's a different story. You know. Okay. 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 Perfect. Thank uh, you. Have a great right. day. Have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye. Morgan Alrangelo. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. I'm calling you about a problem. Well, not. I guess it's a problem. I have a topiary honeycrisp. It's about five years old, and uh, my qu- I have a question: when to prune uh, during the year? Like now, it looks crazy. Can I? Trim it up a little bit. Or yeah, you can trim it up a little bit, but the time to to really uh, clean it up and keep it clean is in the spring. Uh huh. Okay, so then through the, uh, in the spring, so you decide which you know which branches you're going to leave on the uh, on the plants. Everything else, as they start to grow off of, uh, they kind of go um, kind of um, uh, off the track over there. Just go ahead and clip them off. So you can definitely clean it up now. But in a spring, when it when there is uh, like by spring, I mean like late February, mid February, uh, early March, you can go ahead and uh, take everything off and just leave exactly what what you want to leave there. Okay, um, I sprayed it uh, with plant skid and uh, dormant oil, and then later I did fruit tree spray. <laughs> but I think I didn't get the. Uh, Plants get on soon enough or something because I only got one. I have one apple. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. The uh, um, you, you, have the deer gone after it or the the yeah. rat? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 You you want to get that early 
and you want to make sure that you spray the whole, you kind of missed it on the whole tree. Uh-huh. And uh, can uh, what about fungenelle on that? Do I have to use? Uh, I, I would, I know, I would just use uh, copper fungicide on there. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you don't want to use you, you want to use fungin. I mean, uh, copper fungicide and Captain Jack's Dead Brew. Uh, those are the two sprays that they're they're one hundred percent organic. That's what you want to use on there. Okay. Well, there's only one apple, so yep. we're not eating that this year. <laughs> uh, can I move yeah. it? Uh, yeah, you can move it. The time to move it would be uh, uh, end of September, early October. End of September. And does it have a big root ball? Uh, no. I mean, it's got, I mean, it, uh, you, how big of a trunk does it have, do you know? A uh, couple of inches? Maybe three and a half, yeah. three inches. Three inches, or, yeah. If it's about, if if you get a three inch uh, under, you'd want to get about a thirty inch ball. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. You yep. too. Bye bye. Morgan Arangelo. Oh, Angelo, I've got Stellodoro uh, daylilies. I cut them back by a third and fertilized them heavy, but they still look terrible. Should I do what you recommended that other lady do, cut them down to two inches? Yeah, don't ever cut them back a third. Always, when you, Whenever you're going to cut them, just cut them down to the ground, like about two inches. I, you, will you, you cut, forgive me? Absolutely. Okay. okay but you, you got time now, cut them back now, they'll be right back up. Okay, second question. Two weeks ago, you looked up a cleaner for shotgun fungus on your aluminum siding. Share that with us, Angelo. Basically, what happens there, you know, whenever you get um, mulch that's not fully composted, uh, it, the condition creates a fungus on there that actually explodes, and it, what it is is tar, the tar that's in the wood, and that's basically what you got on there. Um, and so, you know, if you, whenever you get mulch that's not fully composted, there's always a chance of that happening, and that's really quite a mess to clean up. I thought you were going to get a the name of the cleaner. Oh, the cleaner. Clean. Yeah, the, I mean, the, there's really nothing there that uh, it's going to wipe it off, uh, you know, very, uh, very easy. Uh, you got to use, like, you know, like an aluminum siding uh, cleaner on there. That's really about all you can get. I see. Okay, I was looking for something specific, specific. but uh, I, I have almost none because I use pine bark, and somehow that doesn't. My pine bark does not have uh, much fungus at all. No, the pine fact, bark. That's it, the, you're going to get that fungus, that shotgun fungus from hardwood. Uh, you won't get it from pine bark. Uh huh. Okay. Thank all you, right. Angelo. Have a great day. Yep. Yeah, bye bye. Morning, yeah, we're Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Angela? Yes, good Hi. morning. I have a problem with violets. Um, how do you get rid of them? Uh, violet, uh, wheat beater ultra will get rid of them. Uh, just spray okay. it on there. They will get rid of Is that in your flower beds? In your lawn? What is that? Yeah. Uh, mostly in the flower. In the flower in bed. In the flower bed. It's, yeah, what it's I, right next to hydrangeas, big okay. hydrangeas. Yeah, what I would do, make sure that you cover uh, the plants that they're next to it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but you know, you can use a garbage bag or something that you can tie on there and then mm -hmm. just go ahead and spray all the way around. Uh, but that will get rid of them. Okay, great. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Thank bye bye. You. Bye. Morgan Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Angelo. Yes. Good morning. Yes. How are you? Excellent. How about yourself? Okay, good. Uh, I just, uh, 
had some summer sweet. I guess it's also called clethra, uh, planted uh-huh. uh, in, in the spring. Uh, it's flowered, and I want to know about the pruning and uh, fertilization of that type of a plant. Yeah, I would just put the plant on an iron tone. Uh, I would go ahead and feed them now, and that'd be the last feeding for the year. As far as the trimming is concerned, uh, you can go ahead and uh, kind of touch them up now. But in the spring, uh, generally about the end of March, early April, you can go ahead and uh, give them a little bit heavier trim. Uh, that That's a plant that it's more on the dwarf side, uh, but it just gets better and better and better. Uh, great plant to have in your landscape. It's one of the natural, uh, the the uh, uh, local uh, plants. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, you're going to get, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it attracts honeybees, it attracts hummingbirds. Uh, just a great plant to have in the landscape, but they they do they do very well here, very easy to grow. Okay, I, I think it's done flowering and blooming. Yeah, you, you can you can go ahead and trim that up. Yes. Okay, how far? Just go down. You can take the... you can take about you can take about about twenty five percent off. Okay. Uh, one last thing: uh, is it too late to prune mugo pines or and and Alberto spruces? No, no, you can you can trim Alberta spruce and mugo pines uh, both. Now the mugo pines, when you go to trim them, uh, don't go too too deep in there. Um, you know you can take off uh, you know like maybe about one third, not not much more than that. Uh, and uh-huh. the and the Albertas, uh, just uh, you know shape them. Don't go too deep in there. They don't rebreak if you get into the old old wood. So kind of mm-hmm. shape them. Um, you can take off, you know, a couple of inches all the way around. That's about it. Oh, a couple inches. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you very much. All right. Have well, you have, have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Morning, Yara yeah, Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Go Hello? ahead. Go ahead. Yes, I've got a, uh, a issue with uh, my tomato plants. Um, some animal. At first, I thought it was a deer. Eating um, probably, yeah, but but it's, it's I, probably I chipmunks. It's probably chipmunks uh, that 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 who goes after those. All right. Is there any way to protect those? Uh, you know, not really. The only thing that you can do is that there's a product called Repelzol. You can go ahead and spray. I mean, sprinkle Repelzol around the perimeter so it keeps them out. Uh, it lasts about three weeks. That's about the um, the length of it. Uh, that's about the only thing that I know that it keep, it'll keep them out for a while. Uh, but they're, um, they're a destructive creature. They, uh, yes. uh, but that, you know, they'll go there, they'll kind of nip on the, on part of it and, uh, and yeah. then, then go on to the next one and the next one. And, uh, exactly. yeah, it's what they do. It, um, there's really not much, uh, uh, that you can do, uh, from a, I said, but the only thing that I know of is repels all. You just, uh, kind of create a ring around. The area where the, where you got your tomatoes, uh, that uh, they'll keep them out for a while. Okay, yeah, I tried that deer away, and um, it, that didn't seem to help so much. Yeah, either. another another thing that you could do, you could also spray some uh, uh, hot pepper wax. Oh, okay. Uh, they don't like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Thank well, you have you. a great have day. day. Yeah. Mm, bye bye. Morning, Yara Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hi, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. More than welcome. Um, 
I have a what I believe is a scabiosa. It's uh-huh. a very large nail. It has a, a bud that looks straw-like, and it yep. opens in early spring. It's purple. Yep. After it blooms, it becomes very wilty, and it turns brown. Am I supposed to cut that all the way back after it blooms? Yeah, once it's uh, dried up, you go ahead and cut it. You know, you can cut it back. Uh, actually, if you feed it uh, Osmocote, uh, it does rebreak and it will actually rebloom. So should I? But should I be cutting it back because it looks almost like like the bachelor buttons, like they get really yep, sad looking. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would go ahead and cut it back. Yes. How far back should I cut it? I would just go to about halfway. Okay, so about halfway because this is a. It's huge. It's yeah, like they're a, big. Yeah, it's they're like probably like two and a half. Four feet. foot plant. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Like huge, yeah. massive, yeah. flat. So cut it back about halfway. Yeah, and cut it back about halfway, and and, and and if you feed, you know, feed it Osmocote, it will actually rebreak again and rebloom again. Okay, so maybe it's getting kind of wilty because I'm not cutting it back and feeding it. Would that be what the issue is? No, I, I think it's it's more uh, more like the nature of the plant. It, it does okay. that you okay. know, when it's done blooming, you know. It just you know, it, it, there's nothing there, so it starts to wilt. But it's not wilting; it's just the way it just the way the plant uh, looks naturally. Okay, okay, so it's not sick or something. no, no, okay. no, no, not at all. Okay, all right. Okay, great. Well, thank uh, you. All right, much. have a great day. Yeah, mm, bye bye. You too. Well, gorgeous day out there. Uh, beautiful, beautiful weekend. Uh, so enjoy it. Uh, the weather's going to be. Uh, Nice and uh, comfortable. Uh, great day to be uh, to be getting around. I'll be back next Saturday. Have a great day. Bye bye.